There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. We started getting, this happens from time to time, we start getting messages about dreams and we start talking about dreams and a conversation started in our office in the last few days. I was saying to the lads that I was going through a few nights of insomnia, which I do from time to time, maybe once every six to eight weeks I get a few nights where the sleep just isn't happening for me and you're waking up to go to the toilet and you're lying there wondering will the morning ever come and then the morning comes and you're half comatose before you're supposed to wake up and go to work but it always seems to follow a series of very vivid dreams and we're just bringing that up in the office and then we got an email which says For a few years now, I've been having a recurring dream. This was off the back of nothing. Uh, I've been having a recurring dream for which I have absolutely no explanation. And I'd love to know what it's about. In my dream, I know that I'm in France. In a city with tree-lined streets and lots of tall buildings. It's always the same streets. I could almost paint a picture of what they look like. I know I'm in France because I can hear people speaking French. French. I have no connection at all to France, apart from the odd trip there on holiday. The other part of the dream is more interesting, though. I go to visit an underground place. I know instinctively it's called a catacomb. This is not a word I've come across in life, really, but I know that the location of where I am in the dream tells me it's a catacomb. Every time I get there, I'm always lucky to get in because there's men dressed in robes telling me they're closing for the day. The dream is then I go underground into the catacomb. I'm searching for something or someone, but I have no idea who or what it is. I never figure it out before I wake up. The freakiest thing about this dream is I'd researched the word catacomb after the first time I had the dream. When I typed it into Google search, the first thing that came up were catacombs in Paris, where about six million people are buried. Like I said, I'd never heard of the word or even knew such a place existed until I started dreaming about it. That's, that, that's mad. That, that's, that's a weird one. So, uh, we haven't had uh, Michael Sheridan on the show in a while. His website is dreamanalysis.com and he joins me for uh, one of our occasional chats. Good morning, Michael, and thank you for taking our call. Morning, PJ. Good to speak to you. There's a weird one to start. A word she had no idea what it was from, where it exists. She found herself, it's a recurring dream. What's going on for for that emailer? Yeah, it's definitely thrown me in at the deep end. Uh, It's about a a past life. Like She's never been there. Uh, I've been to those catacombs, actually. They're very morbid. What they did was they moved... um, they exhumed bodies from the graves and moved them all to the catacombs. Um, and I forget why, probably the expansion of the city or something, but uh, really horrible place. And it's on the tourist uh, trail. Like if you want to do it, you can go to it, but it's just thousands and thousands of skeletons. Um, 
And because she's never been there, what I would find remarkable, like if this was my dream, I'd be like, this is remarkable that I dreamt about a place with accuracy that I've never been to before. And if anything's going to tell you there's more to life than just the physical, it's the fact that you can have that information. Um, and like that's where you start. That it's like, okay, now I want to research and go, what if there's more to the physical, what else is there? I mean, obviously, Ireland being a very Catholic country, there's lots of... Uh, that is infused to us from from a young age but what is beyond that like even in the bible it says uh jesus says that lots of people have special abilities and some have abilities stronger than his and so i would be researching that i would be trying to find out what is it uh, about me that i can do that i'm, I'm currently unaware of because i can actually tell about things that have happened to me in former lifetimes so maybe i can tell um i, I can help other people figure things out so when you've got issues in your life sometimes your dreams will point them back to something that went on before this lifetime it's yeah. not that common but it but it does happen yeah it's and, it's the, the interesting bit in here is that she'd never even heard of the word sort of in waking yeah. life and, yeah. and yes in the so dream she knew exactly what it was yeah that's what makes it remarkable um and if, if it was me i'd want to visit it you know just just to be gobsmacked with the accuracy of it um but so she's never been there before so how do you have a memory of it and, and typically it's going to be that you were there in a former lifetime and then she was searching for something there so that would be why i would think go to the place because it's going to open something up for you not anything more but just you know if you, if you think about it um it could be as simple as i'm looking for a loved one there because all the bodies were moved uh, or whatever it happens to be um i'd be interested to know what color the robes were that the people were wearing because I don't remember. It's a long time since I was there, but I don't think the tour guides there wear robes. So that part stands out. Mm. And I would even be looking to see what way did they use the catacombs before? Yeah. Um, you know, and, and how were people dressed for it just to see, does it match that as well? Because that again, will be another astounding fact. Does it help to tell you this? This is from a regular listener who I know have spent a lot of their life, how shall we say it, delving for information about their own past, their own right. person, looking into their family tree. They spent a lot of time and a lot of energy on it. Could that be linked? Absolutely. Absolutely. So I said looking for a loved one. And so the dream is telling them, well, this is where one of your ancestors is. But, but still the way that it's able to be done uh, is fantastic, you know, that you have that um, recall of a place that you've never been a place to you've never been to that's the fact that that's the amazing place um here's another one i had a recurring dream that i was swimming in a lake suddenly a load of tree trunks would start to roll down the hill into the water eventually the water was full of trees and i was starting to drown then i'd wake up with a jump just before i did what on earth is going on <laughs> Lakes are usually about, um, they say that you have an ability, you know, I often talk about spiritual abilities, but a lot of abilities are, we wouldn't necessarily consider spiritual, like the ability, a teaching ability, a counseling ability, things like that, the ability to play music, but they're still spiritual. Spiritual, it really just means something that's expression of your soul. And so the dreamer has something they're not tapping into, and that's what the initial premise of the dream is about because of the being in the lake. It's a large body of water that doesn't have an outlet. So they're being asked to create an outlet for something that they have a deep reservoir of. Um, but then the trees rolling into the lake, 
tells us that the dreamer also has digestive system issues and they need to overcome them too. The tree, hang on, the tree rolling into a lake yeah. suggests well, digestive trees system. Trees do, trees do, um, because of the, <laughs> because of the color. Like if you go walk into the forest, everything's brown. The the dirt pathways, etc., all are symbolic of the passage of uh, food through your body. And uh, I just seen it so many, many, many times in dreams. It's definitely what that part's about. So if you had the dreamer on uh, and asked, do they have digestive system problems or do they have it from time to time? Uh, it's That's interesting. Like almost 100%. That's interesting. How much, how much of our dreams, uh, Michael, are pure fantasy? And how much of them are our mind pulling stuff that we didn't know we know? Yeah, well, that, I mean, that's a good question, but if a lot of our dreams are, are that. Um, they're telling us about things about ourselves that we don't necessarily know, but if we could easily find out with a bit of research. Um, you know, we don't know consciously, but we know subconsciously, and it shows up in our dreams. But they're incredibly creative because we're pulling, like, from a, a database of archetypal symbols, like, if, that everybody shares. It's almost like we all agree that the meaning of of an island is it's about your heart and keeping yourself separate from other people and um, you know that sort of thing how would you know to do that but yet we all do it now where it gets creative is we pick the symbols you know and and they are made up from events of our day so we can have a dream and we, we just go okay well i dreamt that because of what happened yesterday or the day before but you look for the differences so you, you tend to look at okay what's normal um and we, we, we kind of dampen that, although it could still be significant, and then look for what stands out. But it is, it's amazing how creative we can be because we'll have a dream about you know, several teams. We're complex, uh, and we could have several issues going on in our life at the same time. You know, we, relationships, career, health, you name it. We've got quite a few things. And the one dream can, can cut across all of those. And the symbols that we use... Uh, will be relevant in each of the categories and sticking to what's true in each of those categories for us. Can dreams be a kind of a, what's the word, premonition? Like my friend once dreamt, this comes into us, my friend once dreamt she was standing at someone's graveside. The man died of a massive heart attack the next day despite being young and healthy. Can dreams be a premonition? Yeah, absolutely. And, and for anybody who has that ability, and it's not that common, but... If you have it, um, you will know what I'm describing here. It feels like during the dream, you have a an elastic band around your waist or you feel like you're wearing a really tight hat. You're not wearing one, of course, but the band around your body, either at your forehead or around your waist, will tell you that it's a dream that's prophetic. And the beauty of that then is if you have a dream about something horrible, um, when you wake up, if you didn't have that feeling, then you just interpret it symbolically. Really? I was how this whole thing started, Michael. Was I was telling the lads in, in the office about my own run of dreams recently. I would be a person who suffers from occasional, very occasional bouts of insomnia. They generally come actually at the changing of the seasons, uh, uh, but before that, I'd have strange dreams. Strange in that they are ordinary everyday things, ordinary people that I know and see quite frequently, ordinary places that I go all the time, but things are going horribly wrong. 
Yeah, so it's the differences again. You So you'll take out, you don't have to take out everything. So if you dream you're visiting a particular friend, then you look at the traits of the friend. Like when you think about them first, what comes to mind? What is the positive trait? Or is it, if it's a negative trait, then you focus on that. And it's like the dream is, is probably going to be about that particular trait in you, either being subjected to it by from somebody uh, earlier in your life or more often than not, though, it's going to be some positive thing like uh, this person's very outgoing. I couldn't be, imagine anybody more outgoing than you. But, you know, so it, it encourages you to adopt a trait in face of some other difficulty. I see. And something going wrong, like a drive, a drive to work that ends up in total disaster. And just as I'm getting frightened by the level of disaster, I wake up. Yeah, so I, I saw that uh, from uh, Emer sent it to me in advance. And it's like driving to work and getting a flat tire or the car won't start, etc. Um, the car not starting and the flat tire, they're, they're going to be about not being emotionally vested in something. And... Um, you know, if you're driving to work for it, then it's it's something is draining you at that time, yeah. um, emotionally. And you, but you said this preceded the insomnia, so yes. it's not going to be about just being so tired. Um, yeah, it's it's a weird it's, one. It, I, I've noticed that as a pattern, and I was reading about it during the week, knowing we were going to be talking to you. Um, it's not uncommon, I believe, for people to dream very vividly before a bout of insomnia. I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, you think I would with the... Yeah. <laughs> with or, or, yeah, yeah. But, but I tell you, if you have very poor sleep, you will remember your dreams. So I think it's the insomnia is coming on and um, and you're just having better recall because your level of sleep isn't as deep. Yeah. And eventually it's, it's, so, it's so not deep that you're awake. There's the thing. I always thought you dreamt when you were sleeping well. That's not necessarily the case, no? So there's a cycle, a rhythmic cycle in sleep. It's about 90 minutes long. And we normally have a really deep sleep. And then we come up to just below waking consciousness and go into REM state. And that's typically where we'll have most of the dreams we remember. So it's barely just below consciousness. I dream regularly. And, and then we go back into deep sleep. I dream regularly that my small children are in danger. We might be on a cliff edge and I'm trying desperately to save them from falling off. What does this mean? Please ask Michael. So you would think that's going to be about worrying about your kids, um, but it doesn't have the symbols that are actually about worrying about your kids, which are like teeth falling out or uh, problems with your nails and so on, uh, which sounds mad, but they're the symbols you see for that. Okay. Um, so it's going to be about feeling in danger at whatever age or age range the children were in the dream. So you felt that danger yourself. Something was going on in your life where you didn't feel safe. Um, and you know, that could be like your dad was away. Um, it's usually a masculine figure impacts that uh, side of us, the feeling safe. So whatever age they were, something was going on that made you not feel safe. Okay. So tr but trouble with your teeth is about your children. Yeah, teeth is, it's one of the most common dreams. Like it's in the top 10 uh, people dreaming of, of teeth falling out. And it can mean two things. Like animals protect the urine with tooth and claw. So dreaming of teeth or nails is going to be about protecting uh, or raising kids or problems indeed with having kids. Um, now there's another thing teeth can be about. We have the expression, take a bite at life. So it can be about that as well, uh, but it's not nearly as common. Mm. I dream that people are trying to kill me. It's frightening. I'm often being chased. What's that about? Another comment. Again, 
again it's in the top 10 being chased anything behind you in a dream you were asking about premonitions here's how dreams tell you the future anything in front of you is typically about what's coming up on your path and if it's very close to in front of you then it's about your immediate present but anything behind you is your past so running away or being chased from something obviously they're behind you it's something from your past uh, is so frightening that um, you have this strong emotion of it in the dream but what you need to do for any dreams that like even the dream about the clifftop um you need to look at your childhood and say okay what went on there because i've got to address this issue that's why it's coming up in the dream and it's the same for this dreamer they need to turn around and face whoever's chasing them now that may not turn out well in the dream so what i would suggest to people is have the dream but when you're awake then go back into the dream go into a kind of meditative state and imagine yourself back in the dream and now turn around and disempower whoever it is so not necessarily by taking the knife off them fine if you're a karate expert and you can do that that's fine but you have it be somebody you recognize um and it's like oh you know some gang leader but you went to school with them and they, they call you by name it's like oh no you're okay and that will tend to stop those type of dreams a dream of falling from a great height and landing in the middle of the sea. Michelle wants to know what that's about. Has it all the time? Yeah, so we have the expression falling asleep. And uh, part of the that falling sensation can be that. But but we, um, you know, that we're, we're going to a different level of consciousness. But sometimes when we sleep, we leave our bodies uh, telepathically and we move to the astral plane. And we can meet loved ones and people who are still alive and people that always find those dreams kind of amazing. Like I dreamt I was in my mother, she's passed 20 years. And, and that's where they are. And they, they seem very real because there's dialogue involved and all that sort of stuff. But then we have to get back into our body and that's what the falling dreams are about. Us lowering our vibration to get back down to this plane to get into our body. Falling into the sea is a bit of a twist on that. Um, and not very common. People usually wake up when they fall uh, or while they're falling. But uh, the sea is about our spiritual side, our life itself. So it's an encouragement to get into life with the heart, um, you know, be passionate about life and embrace it. Okay. Kim keeps dreaming of the last place she lived, which wasn't a very nice place. Okay. Um, so we dream about problems that we have, what we have to face. Um, it's one of the biggest reasons we ever dream about anything at all. So something went on that she hasn't let go of that um, she needs to... You know, even There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Save big money on everything for your next project at Menards. Spring is here making it the perfect time for outdoor projects. Suncast storage sheds are an excellent solution for protecting outdoor lawn and gardening tools. They're easy to assemble, and the all-weather construction provides water resistance and UV protection. Save big on Suncast storage sheds. View our selection of Suncast products today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. Even if it's just, again, meditate, get into a, a good state and decide that you're not going to let the issues from that time bother you. But here's the thing. It could be that I, I had marriage problems back then or I had some other thing going on, trouble with work. So it could be about that something else that went on during that time and not about the location itself and the dream just pulls us back to that location in order to give us an idea of of when in our life uh, the events were okay someone's running here they they're a soldier running across a field and their leg gets caught in a trench and they're stuck and they can't move these are weird ones michael <laughs> yeah. Um, feels so again. Were you dressed in olden times? Like you've you've never been at war. We'll we'll assume that. We'll assume you're not a soldier, and you find yourself like was it like a World War One or World War Two scenario? If it has that old feel about it, then it's going to be about a past life, especially because you say trench. If it's not, then we just look at everything else symbolically and we say, okay, being a soldier is about being regimented. So a, a critical way of thinking that certain things have to be done a particular way. The field is about the heart. We're going to assume it's a green field and green is the color of the heart chakra. Um, and then the trench is going to be brown, just like the trees that I said before. So it's, you're going to, the warning in the dream is that you're going to hit an issue uh, that uh, like a, possibly a health issue, digestive system issue, nothing big. There's nothing big in this dream that you need to be worried about, but it stops you going forward. So it's like I driving a car is the best thing in a dream because a car lets us um, achieve our goals symbolically. It's we can get from where we are to where we need to be and we can do it in a decent time. Running across a field is not is not as fast. So it's like I'm not going as fast through life as I want to. And uh, I feel like people are taking shots at me again if I'm a, sh a soldier. If we flesh out what's in the rest of the dream, it's all significant. And then I'm going to get stuck. So with the leg getting caught in the trench, it's like I can't move forward anymore. And the dreams warn us about things so that we can address the issue before it becomes a big issue. Is that maybe the when people sometimes say they feel their life is stuck in a rut? That could be that. Absolutely. That, or, yeah. yeah, that... that just came to Michael. I'm going to take a break for a couple of minutes and come back because they're piling in as as we knew they would. I'm talking to Michael Sheridan, dream analyst. His website is dreamanalysis.com. Lots of your queries coming in. We'll put some more to him now. Speaking to Michael Sheridan, a dream analyst, and all sorts of different ones coming in. Michael Melanie wants me to ask you about this. She often dreams of animals. Now, animals she could couldn't possibly meet around Cork, like tigers or a bull, which could be a bull maybe, or a rhinoceros. What's going on there? So often it's the location of the animal is important, but a tiger is an easy one because the strong colours, black and orange, um, they're typically about career. Uh, you would often in dreams you will see a tiger walking through traffic 
because traffic is another symbol for career. Um, so it's just interesting that, again, so the location is important there, but um, the bull is, is going to be about someone who's angry or being bullheaded, uh, that kind of thing. No idea what a rhinoceros is, you know, but obviously it has nose in the name. So uh, if, yeah. if you were having a problem there at the time... Animals she'd never see in Cork, I guess, is that's, you know, yeah, she'd never yeah. see them in her neighborhood. No, but it's very common to have dreams. If you have a skill or you have dreams about your career that dream of tigers or, you know, uh, dreaming of lions if you're a spiritual leader uh, or should be in a leadership role in some way. And they seem normal in the place. So you're, you're walking down the street and you see uh, lions everywhere. It's just funny how dreams do it. Yeah. Um, recurring dreams are, are the ones that, that people keep getting onto us about. For the last 20 years, Louise says, I'm trying to, dreaming about trying to type a number into a mobile phone and the numbers won't appear. Uh, a cash register as well, a mobile phone or a cash register, and the numbers just won't appear. I'm typing furiously, but there's no numbers coming up. Yeah, so it's going to be about a communication issue uh, with somebody in your life. Like, it could be communication issues with mom. Here's the thing, though. It's not always about something that's gone on today. Our dreams encourage us to heal issues from the past because they impact us today. So the issue will be present today, but it won't necessarily be, like if you were to look at it and say, how do I fix this? You can't fix it now. You have to go back and look at where did my difficulty with expressing myself come from? And you'll know if you have this, because it'll be like, I, I, I keep people at a distance. I don't share myself openly. You know, if somebody asks how I feel, I always tell them I'm feeling good because I like, why would they be interested? So that sort of person has that mindset that, you know, I'm not important really to, to share myself with. The cash register is an interesting thing because that would mean that somebody at some point put a price on their love. So it's like a mom loved me, but on, only if uh, I did what she wanted. And so that's going to be part of the tied Ooh. into the issue. Yeah. Now, we're only getting snippets. Is, oh, I know, I know, can, but it's interesting. Crack it open. A lot of sad stuff coming in. I, I, I often dream of losing my infant child either through kidnapping or drowning. I did lose two babies through late miscarriages. My children are all teenagers now. They're horrible dreams and I'm depressed all day after them. Can Michael help? Yeah, absolutely. Um, that's because this has happened in our life again like I said our dreams are trying to get us to deal with issues from the past this is a serious issue from the past very traumatic uh, happened my wife uh, at one point she lost a child before it was born and um, we have a society as well where we don't really talk about that you know um, but it's it's distress very distressing so get into a circle or, or find something I mean that's what's great about the internet these days there will be other people online that run support groups for people who've had this loss and you'll find like one or two uh, sessions is probably all you need to stop these dreams um, but it's going to be about the feeling of having lost a child um, if you haven't because there's going to be other people who are going to have similar kind of dreams dreams are, are t of babies are typically about responsibilities and um, it's not about losing anybody. It's about I've I have a responsibility that I I am not living up to. But it's that's not the case for this dreamer because it's a reality for her. It was a reality. Yeah, 
a recurring dream about being trapped in a house of spirits and negative energy, surrounded by blue light, can't escape, and it's always a woman and two children that I'm seeing. It's terrifying. That's from Neve. Uh, sounds terrifying too. Um, that's not that common, surprisingly. But the dreamer at some point in her life had the ability to see spirits. So probably in childhood, she had that ability and lost it. She can get that back if she wanted to, but she's aware of the spirits that are around. Um, and so, it, again, it's something that you can easily address if you talk to somebody who's in that field. They can tune in and go, okay, it, is there anything around you that we need to clear? It's very easy to clear things. Uh, or is it that you dabbled in something at a certain time in your life and um, that needs to be cleared? But it's going to be something like that, you know, that it's, uh, it's ultimately it's about an ability you have that is very positive, but you just haven't tapped into it enough to see the positive side of it. And so they kind of allow these type of dreams to wake you up and make you do something about it. You know, yes. it's like I, eventually I'm going to have to go and talk to somebody who I think is an idiot because I don't like people who are in this field yes. or whatever. But I might have to do that in order to figure this out, and yes. then you're going to find you love it. Yeah, I may have to. I'm, I, I may have to do this, and and my dream is telling me you will have to do this eventually. Um, Alva, <laughs> Alva dreamt of her dad the week before he died. In the dream, he told her the day and date he would die, and indeed he did die on that very day. Was that a premonition or a dream? It was very real. Well, it's a premonition if she isn't the one who shot him at that date and time. I'm only kidding, of course. Um, so it, it is, again, it's remarkable that we can have that in advance. And so what you have to take away from it is if he's able to tell me in a dream that he's going to pass at that date and time, then is there a plan to life and how would he know this uh, and all that sort of stuff. So it's like expand your horizons, get into understanding what life is about because your dreams are showing you clearly like you could read a hundred books and they won't have the impact that that premonition premonition is going to give you and like i said that we we leave our bodies and we go to the astral plane uh telepathically when we sleep and so this would have been something that happened there and on that plane we're aware of what our life is about and what's coming up and so on um so she had this discussion and then of course we get back into our bodies and we we lose all memory of it but you don't have to you can do techniques that allow you uh, have that level of consciousness uh, while you're awake yeah uh, i'm dreaming about this another one i'm dreaming about i must i have to make a decision at the moment it's a decision only i can make for myself my dreams are constantly reminding me of the possible outcomes of both sides of the decision but not helping me to make it. What do I do? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's sad. Um, I say, here's what you do. Um, I, we don't have a dream to go on, but this, this is what works. Um, we often are very intellectual uh, because, you know, you look at the Irish education system, it's all about academic achievement and intellectual prowess and understanding. Um, and we move up into our heads slowly but surely um, to such a huge degree it's crazy but your heart always knows what is the right thing for you to do so here's what you do you you sit down you relax and then you imagine yourself having made the first decision but it's a year from now and then see how you feel and then again do the same thing with the second decision imagine that you've made it already but it's a year later 
And so you, you dress it up to, to get the full feeling of it. And if one of them typically is going to have a very clear, like this is the one that feels brilliant and this other one doesn't feel so good. And go with the one that feels good when you do it that way because your heart is already telling you today what is the right decision to make. Um, but we block it out. And so this is just a way of getting your head out of the picture. When you imagine a, a year into the future, your brain can't keep up with that. So it just gives up. And then you're feeling what you actually feel. You're not feeling how you're going to be in a year. You're feeling how you really feel today. And it always works. It's really good. If there's no difference, then it doesn't matter what you do. Okay. I keep dreaming about an old haunted house. I'm trying to run away from it. And it's terrifying. I've never seen the house before. I don't know anything about it. What's going on? Uh, Amandine. Lovely name. So, yeah, very unusual. Um, you... You only are going to have dreams about haunted houses and seeing spirits and things like that if you already have some skills to be working in this field. So, again, that's like the previous caller. But you're running away from doing that. You have fears about doing that. Um, and you need to overcome those fears. And the, the way to overcome those fears is to educate yourself about it, like read books or, or do a course. or just, There's lots of terrific things around Um especially in a, a city like Cork, where there's a good population, there's going to be good, uh, good courses you can do. But the fear in the dream has to be addressed. Uh, but the fear, like if you've never done anything in this field, then the fear isn't coming from now. So it's often to do with past lives. Like we're living in a sweet spot. We can be talking about this on the radio. I can be talking about crazy things, abilities to see spirits, talk to spirits and so on. If I was to do that 100 years ago, I'd be arrested. And if it was a little bit before that, I'd probably be killed or hanged for it. And so we, we bring the memory of past lives where we had these abilities and the terrible end or the horrible things that caused us, like you're, you're run out of the village or whatever. And so that's a, a lot of the time where the fears come from. It's nothing to do with the field itself. It's how the humans treated you because you brought this amazing ability to heal or to help or whatever it was. Okay. One last one, uh, Michael. And Brian would like to, if you wouldn't mind, to, to tell you about it himself because it's, it's a strange one because Brian I think you have sleep paralysis Michael is listening morning hi how are you hey, um, basically it started when I was 18 um, but it's just got progressively more vivid um, now the most recent one I had was very strange it was like I didn't feel bad anymore it was like there was um, this energy coming out of my back and it was pulsing and every time that like the energy pulsed through my body and went back I felt like it was like a hundred pigs like screaming in the background of my room. It's very strange. That's a weird one. Yeah, I, it is weird. And again, it's funny. I've been on the show many times and we haven't had dreams in this kind of theme. Um, but it's, it's, correct me if I'm wrong, is, is it you've had experiences where you wake up, you can't move and you feel like there's a presence in the room would be a common one, like or even somebody sitting on your chest, that kind of thing. Almost, uh, yeah. And then yeah. this is just... And this is just one of a derivation of one of those dreams. So yeah, I used yeah. to have those dreams uh, as a teenager. And, and in fact, they lasted until I was about 26. Um, and it wasn't until I got into the spiritual field that I uh, understood what it was about. And I, again, I didn't understand straight away. But if you have the ability to communicate with spirits, which you do, then uh, how they talk, how spirits talk to you is through our chakra system. And what they're trying to do with you is basically wake you up to make that connection with you so that you can hear them um yeah and it's it's going to be easy for you to do it 
and once you can do it all the fears and everything around it disappear but it is a, a fearful thing you know to have an experience and, and our culture has no where to park it and say oh Oh, don't worry about this. This is a normal thing. It's like it's not. It feels freakish. There's something wrong with me, or there's something yeah. uh, very scary about all of this. Okay, uh, but it's a very easy thing to solve. All right, listen. Thanks for that, Brian. Uh, thanks for that call. Appreciate it, uh, Michael. There are voice notes coming in now. Just st- stay with me for another couple of minutes. I have uh, Lindsay. I, yes, go ahead. Can, can I correct the email ad- or the website address you're giving? There's a dash in it. Yeah. yeah com. Thanks for that. Uh, I'll, I'll do it properly at the end of my apologies. Okay, uh, Lindsay, Lindsay uh, sent us a voice note. Here we go. My name is Lindsay, so if you have time um, to ask Michael, um, just I keep dreaming about my dad who actually passed away um, in 2007. Um, so when I dream about him, he never ever speaks. He's there, but he never ever speaks. I was just wondering, is that something? That's a strange one. He never speaks to her or to anybody else. It's very common. Um, first of all, when we're on the astral plane, which is where we meet them, uh, we, we talk telepathically. So it's a mental communication, mind-to-mind communication. So the lips don't move anyway. Um, but here, uh, the reason they often won't talk to you is because you, have, you feel such a loss for the person. And they want to show you that they're around, but they don't want you wishing to be with them. I wish I, wish I was with dad. I wish I was, And that's really it. So get to the point where you're okay to live your life, which is, I'm sure you are. But you have to consciously say, I'm not going to subconsciously wish to be with dad because that's, that's wishing that you die because that's the only way you get to be with him. And, and they are very conscious of us doing that, that anything that would basically program us to follow them to where they just went to. So it's like if you say, okay, I'm going to live my life and I'm going to enjoy my life and I'm going to live it for him even, uh, or whatever re- excuse you, have, you can give in your mind for, for doing it, then you'll find he'll start talking to you in the dreams, no problem. So the holding fact you the, and holding the, your hand, that sort of stuff. The fact he's not saying anything to her right now means he doesn't want to influence her, he just wants to let her know that he's there. Would that be right? That he's there, I'm around, I'm watching, but I don't want you emotionally vested or missing me to the point where it could be bad for your health. All right, I've got like one... You, you see, you, you yeah, hear but... about people who pass and then their partner passes like six months later. It's it's that reality that they're trying to avoid. Okay. I have one last voice message I want to play for you, uh, Michael, and we will we'll come back if you wouldn't mind after a commercial break. I'm talking to Michael Sheridan, Dream Analyst, dream-analysis.com is his website. Another voice message next. Quartz 96 FM. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.